Welcome to Stuff We Love Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Stuff We Love Podcast. I am Scott, and I am happy and thrilled tonight to be joined by two of my close friends. We have returning guest, Alex. Alex, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Scott. This is your second appearance in three episodes, right? It is. Very nice. Are the fans sick of me yet? No, they. they you have your staunch supporters out there. So they're, they're always happy when you're on the show. And joining us for the first time tonight is my good friend, Marissa. Marissa, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Scott. Thank you so much for having me. And it's so nice to meet you, Alex. We're so happy you're here you. tonight. And we're going to be talking about a couple of different things. The main focus tonight will be Peloton, which we've talked about before on the show. But we love having new guests on who are avid Peloton users to talk about their experiences and uh, we'll probably talk some music and pop culture and all that good stuff. So uh, before we get to that stuff, let me ask both of you, how are you doing? It's February 1st. Everybody uh, getting through winter okay? Definitely. Yeah, we were looking out. No snow, right? No snow. It's cold, but it's uh, as long as we have no snow, that's the uh, that's the key thing. And uh, Alex, you doing well? I'm doing well. Everything's Who do you think good. is going to win the Super Bowl, Eagles or Chiefs? I think it's an unpopular opinion, but I think the Eagles are going to win. They're favored, actually. They're favored. Yeah. Not Marissa, my choice, any... but it's fine. No, not my choice either. But <laughs> do you have any predictions? Uh, I hope the Chiefs, because definitely not the Eagles. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Um, are we excited for the Rihanna halftime show? I am. I think she's going to kill it. I think she's going to surprise everyone. Yeah. It's... Um... I was actually expecting Taylor Swift to be the halftime performer this year before anything was officially announced. So I was a little surprised when it was Rihanna, but it makes sense because she has the single out from the Black Panther sequel. And I guess she has a new album and tour coming out. Um, I had a very weird experience. And then we'll, I'll tell you the story. Then we'll get to the, the Peloton stuff. So years ago, Rihanna was on tour actually with Kanye West. I would not go see Kanye West now for the record. But at the time, this is before all this stuff that happened recently. And they were performing at Madison Square Garden. And the person I went with had a contact to the Rihanna fan club and they got backstage passes. And so the idea was that Rihanna was going to perform first. And then we had to go wait on a line and we would get a photo with Rihanna backstage and then leave and watch Kanye West perform. So I go on this line and then we do go backstage, but it's not a private photo. There's like 15 people in the photo they take it with one person's camera. It was not my camera. And so somewhere this photo with Rihanna exists. I don't know where it is, but it was one of the weirdest moments. Because normally if you think there's going to be a meet and greet, you think one at a time or something like that. But but not this. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. It's a weird moment. It's like, that was a weird, weird show. Um, but it was, it was cool to, you know, I was right next to her. I remember just kind of looking at her. I'm like, oh, that's Rihanna. And then... <laughs> And now I'm hosting the podcast. But uh, anyhow, let's get to this topic tonight. So Marissa, you and I have known each other for years. And I had no idea until recently that you are a Peloton user. And I found out, I guess, on your Instagram, because I saw you post that you had been to a class in the studio. And I want to talk to you about that. But before we get to that, tell us a little bit about your fitness background, how you got into fitness, how long you've been using Peloton and so forth. Sure. So I'm, I was always pretty active. Um, years ago, I used to run half marathons. 
I transitioned to doing a lot of bar classes in Morristown. I was doing that a lot. Um, and then in the spring of 2020, my husband, my boyfriend at the time was like, oh, I think I'm going to get a Peloton. A lot of my friends are doing it. I'm like, oh, sure. Cool. Like, that sounds like fun. Um, so he got it August 2020. And we were living separately at the time. So um, when I wasn't at his place doing the bike, I was doing a lot of strength classes on the app. And I got really into the strength classes. Like I loved them. I think I started out with Jess Sims a lot, mm -hmm. like Jess Sims and Rebecca Kennedy. I really enjoyed that. And then I would do the bike on the weekends. Um, and then, yeah, I just became addicted and I love it. That's very interesting because most people now, I think they start with the bike and then they gradually learn what else Peloton offers. But you started with the strength training. Um, mm -hmm. That's that's unique. So when you would do the strength training, was your focus upper body, full body, lower body? What what did you do mostly? I feel like I did a little bit of everything. Um, and I had to buy more weights. Yeah. Um, on Amazon at the time, I was just trying to buy a ton of weights to get more of a variety. Um, upper body, lower body, full body, bought a lot of body weight. Mm -hmm. And then um, when they started doing the bar program, I got into that too. So that was enough yeah. to keep me kind of busy during the weeks. Yeah. Right. And when you started, let me ask, I'm not sure if you mentioned this before getting the bike or your boyfriend's getting the bike. Had you done cycling before? I had done spin. I had done spin classes at like a Y, like maybe a handful of times. I wasn't super into spin classes. I didn't really like them. I thought they were really hard and not that fun. I was more of an elliptical person mm -hmm. um, and a runner, but I was like, you know what? I'll try it. It looks fun. And uh, yeah. The um, so Now that you're a more experienced user a couple of years down the road, what does your workout schedule look like during the week? How many days on average do you work out and how do you divide it between cardio and strength? I work out every day. Nice. Um, I don't go crazy every day, but for me, as someone who's pretty, you know, methodical, I need that check mark every day, mm -hmm. right? I need that streak to keep that Same. streak going. Um, <laughs> it is addictive so, to get that check mark. Yeah. I tend to gravitate more towards strength, to be honest. I'll ramp up the bike when I know, for example, when I do do the live classes in studio, I'll like ramp up to get the miles. And we can talk about that if you want to talk about that strategy mm -hmm. um but um tend to do maybe pure bike maybe two to three times a week otherwise i'm doing bar body weight strength full body a lot of core i try to do core every day yeah um and then i like mixing in the bike boot camps you know if you haven't tried those yet i do really like yes. the bike boot camps who's your favorite bike boot camp instructor i would say callie yes she's um, good I think she's she great. great energy um, I'll admit Jess Sims and Robin can be a little scary. So I, I tend to gravitate towards Callie if I am going to do bike boot camp. Alex, Admittedly. why don't you take a moment here uh, to tell Marissa what you got me for the holidays as a gift? I got Scott the mini Robin figurine for Christmas. It what else amazing. did I get you, Scott? Oh, was you got me the sign Casey unrelated? Musgraves Christmas City. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. Do you like Casey Musgraves, Marissa? Um, I like her. I don't know enough about her, her like full like mm -hmm. catalog, but I do like her. Yeah, this is a great. I love her Christmas album, and uh, it was 
signed. So you can imagine the first gift I opened was that it was the the Casey CD, right? I think that was the yeah, first I thing. Yeah, I think I made you open the CD And then first. the Robin thing it was just so I keep it now by my bike. And there are literally times where I'm on the bike and I look at it and I'm like, okay, keep going, keep going. So it's funny. It was a great gift. Um, I just put mine next to the tread. Yeah, it's inspirational. <laughs> yes. Speaking of the tread, Marissa, do you do any um, walk-in classes, outdoor walks when the weather is nice on the Peloton app or, or no? You know, I've never tried that. I've been meaning to, but no, I haven't. They're good. They um, They get you out, obviously, which is good just to change it up. I personally, I don't know about you, Alex, but I find that when I'm working on the tread, because I have the tread and the bike indoors, I, I find the workouts to be better. I just find because, you know, you could set the tread to a fast speed and you're not going to set that speed outdoors. But for mental right. purposes, just to change the scenery, it's good. What do you think, Alex? I agree. I I really enjoy the outdoor content. I think it just depends on the mood that I'm in. Um, mm-hmm. Like if I'm doing a long run, I'll just use the just run feature and I'll put on my own playlist. Cause I think just heading into a run that's 90 minutes is already like stressful enough. And it gives me enough, like there's enough pressure there already. So I kind of just like to put on my music and go. Um, but if I'm doing like a quick 20 or 30 minute outdoor run, I really just like to have the guidance just because I, I don't know. It's like kind of getting a check mark in my head. Like I know that I'm doing a good workout in 20 minutes sure, as opposed to like me just easy running for like an hour and a half. Um, but I really like them. It's a good way to kind of force you to get outside. I like the themed ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, Marissa, who are some of your favorite, let's start with strength, favorite strength instructors. Um, I do a lot of Cali, a lot of Rebecca Kennedy. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say mostly Cali, Rebecca, a lot of Emma core, Olivia core. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're Did you great. Did you crush your core? Oh, sorry, Scott. No, go ahead. I totally Alex, cut you off. No, no, no. Did please. you do crush your core? I the feel program? like I did that a long time ago. Was that like an there's older another program? one? Yeah. Oh, there's, there's another there's one. There's a second one. You have to do it. Yeah. Crush your core I too. I saw Rebecca Kenny is also releasing one at the end of this month. Like right now, it's only on the guide, but then she's releasing it later this month for yeah. everyone. Mm-hmm. Do you have the guide, Marissa? I don't. Neither do, do I. Do you? Do you have a- I, I don't, but you have it, I have right? It. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I like it. It's I don't have like a a great setup for it here, but I mean when I use it, it works. So yeah. I it's just like I don't use it as often as I should. Yeah. It's um it's not on my to get list, but I've seen it and when I, every time I say it, I'm like, oh, this would be a cool addition. Because for me, what I struggle with, I don't know if you both have the same thing, is form. I find form to be so hard. Even now, I just cracked my 900th strength workout the other day, which was it's amazing. great. Thank you. Nice. And uh, I was doing a very difficult Ben 10-minute upper body strength. And th- this was really hard. It was no, no rest, five exercises in each set, one after the other. And then at one point, so you had, I had 20-pound weights in each arm and I did hammer curls. Then I did cross body curls and then they went right into 30 seconds of Arnold presses and it, my back just it kept arching. You know, it's, it was brutal. It's just brutal. And then again, no rest. So it's right after, you know, one after the other, but I think that's where the guide comes in handy. Cause I think it would keep me on pace with the form, which is important. It's amazing to me that how, how important strength training is to the overall plan. I know someone who is on YouTube who 
wanted to lose weight, started going to the gym religiously, ate a million times better, but barely did cardio, immensely, you know, strength training. And he dropped so much weight. It's remarkable to see. Strength training alone, I don't, I don't think I had an appreciation of just how essential it is. Yeah, I would agree. And I, I just started with a running coach who programs like strength classes for me. And I find that like, I feel so much stronger now that I'm not, I mean, I do stack. There are days where I stack like a 10 minute arms, 10 minute core. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. Um, But I do find like when he programs like 45 minutes of strength or 30 minutes of strength, I just try to go right through. And those classes like where there are no breaks Mm -hmm. are so hard, but they're so rewarding. I feel so good after. Cause I never thought I could do it. And then I just did it and I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, I I get it. Um, Marissa, I wanted to ask you, who are your favorite cycling instructors? Well, I am sporting my Kendall sweatshirt. I like it. It's nice. Hands down, my favorite. She's my fave. Yes. Um, Love Alex. Um, I just recently did a live Hannah Corbin ride Mm -hmm. last month. I really like her. Yes. I would say mostly... Kendall, Alex, a little bit of Hannah. I've been trying to get into more Leanne lately. Yes. Um, yeah, I would say that's that's usually my go-tos. Um, what about you guys? So, Alex, do you want to go first? No, you go first. All right. Well, I'm a big Dennis fan. Do you take Dennis classes? I, I have not. Okay. Um, I don't even know what to say. Take uh, take the <laughs> Dennis class. I, I, it's, I can't put into words why I'm such a, a, what such a fan of his, but he's, he's a great instructor. He was probably the first instructor that I really took regularly. He, he does a very good job. I like his uh, intervals classes. They're not as hard as like an Olivia intervals class, but, but they're good. So I would say Dennis, Sam, yo, I like, um, I like Sam, yo, I just did the six, the musical cool down. <laughs> I, did I did that. it yesterday. Yes. Did I yeah. do it yesterday or the day before? Just you know, did I, that. I have not seen Six the Musical, and yet for whatever reason, I want to take all the classes for Six the Musical. Me too, and I listen to the soundtrack probably every day. Yes, so that's all you need. I've it's like a concert, it. from what I hear. You know? Yeah, but um, yeah. So Hannah Frankson, and then I like Kendall a lot too. I, I really enjoy her classes. What I like her music. I think she's got great musical tastes. Her pop punk rides are awesome. And even her low impact so rides are really good. Like you get a nice yeah. workout in a low impact without going crazy. Um, yeah, so those are mine. Alex, how about yours? I love it. Also, to your point, I think you click so well with Dennis because your music taste is so similar. Yes, he has a his. lot of the same taste as me. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, all right, my favorites are first is Emma, of course, mm-hmm. as Scott knows, but yes. for you, Marissa. Mm-hmm. Um I would say Allie Love, Olivia, Kendall, Alex, Cody. I'll really take anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't take Dennis that often, and okay. I don't take Jen Sherman. I'm sorry, Scott. Oh, Jen Sherman. I'll tell you. Finish what you're saying. I'll tell you something about Jen Sherman. Um, but no, those are those are like my favorites. I really do take a lot of like Cody, Emma, Allie. Mm-hmm. I'll throw in an AT once in a while. Um, Cause my old boss likes to ride with him. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's always when I know I'm going to take yeah. Alex. I uh, did a 60 minute Jen Sherman ride on Monday. It was a classic rock ride. And I, I let me ask you this, Marissa. I, I've talked to Alex about this. I hope, 
I'm very curious. Do you find that somewhere in, let's say, the past four months, the bike has physically become harder to use? In other words, like if you were to set it at a resistance that in the past was doable, it seems a little bit harder to do now? I mean, yeah, potentially, especially since, you know, we've had the bikes for years now, right? And yeah. maybe there's an issue with calibration or something. But yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know. It seems like there was, because I've noticed it, Alex, you, you've noticed it. And our friend Joe has noticed it too, that there's, it just seems physically harder to do certain things. Like I'll give you an example on the Jen Sherman ride. Let's say the resistance was 45 and the cadence was 90. Now that's hard to begin with because 90 is a high speed. It just seems maybe, maybe because I hadn't done a 60 in a long time, very hard to do. And I even had to lower the resistance a bit just to be a little better at it. But it was a, it's a good class. I like Jen Sherman. She's a, she's a good instructor. She's a, the, the first Peloton instructor, actually. I don't know if you know that. Marissa, you may not know this, but Alex has been to the studio many times for classes, and I know you've been to the studio as well. And I would like you to tell us a little bit about your first time taking a class in person. Sure. So this past September, I was in an Alex Toussaint 45-minute Hit and Hills ride on, on a Friday afternoon. Love that. And um, I was hoping it would be club bangers. I was very excited for club bangers. And then that morning I saw his Hit and Hills, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it um, for the experience. And I had zero expectations going into it. And I think I was really just blown away by how amazing of an experience it was. How, um, um I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, I mean, it's really nice going into the studio to see what it's actually like. Right. Um, I think the studio itself, you know, you see it all the time when you're at home, but when you're there, it's to me, it seems a lot smaller than it is. Um, Were you nervous? The bike does feel different. I was really nervous. I was really nervous. I think I, I blacked out. And then I remember I had 18 minutes left. Wow. Like, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even on camera. I was just so nervous because I was just trying to, you know, keep up. There's a 45 minute inhales. I don't tend to do a lot of those. Right. Um, but yeah, the energy was really great. I mean, Alex was amazing. So motivating, so positive. And afterwards, when you know you do the photo op, he was like the nicest person. So That's I good. mean, it was such a it was such a great experience. When you're in the studio, I mean, Alex, I think you said this, and I've heard this from others. Did you find it was very hot in the studio? Like physically hot? It yeah. was so hot. It's, I don't think the fans were on. It's so hot in there. So hot. And I, I mean, no harm with that comment. Like it is just so ridiculously hot. I, I don't, I just don't know that there's enough time in between classes for like the air to circulate because it's like you have an 8am class until 830 and then the next one's like nine or 930. So I just don't think it has time to like cool down and then like allow for people to come in, but it's really hot. I don't know where you sat, but like, I like sitting in the back because it's cooler, but in the front, um, it's really, really hot under the lights and stuff. The, yeah. Um, I was in the middle okay. back for Alex's class and it was really mm -hmm. hot. Yeah. So what is it like when your class is over? How long do you have in the actual room before you, you leave? Is it immediate or do you get to sit, stay for like five minutes or so? Uh, they kind of usher you out pretty quickly. Right. I'm sorry. Do they have someone come and clean the bikes? 
Oh yeah, in between. Okay. They clean in between. Um, yeah, I sit next to the to. Lysol wipes in the back row. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be. Yeah, I don't think the fellow that studio would stay open long if is yeah. You know, no. Bring they your own sweat clean. instead of bring your own energy. Bring your own sweat. But um, yeah. And then you go and you wait for the picture, obviously, right? And then you shower and change. That's the mm-hmm. process. Yeah, you see, I just you know. I, I'm hesitant to do it because I have a feeling I'd be drenched in sweat, and I normally oh don't care. God, I don't care what other people bad. think, but it would... everyone is. Yeah, yeah. I took a photo. I was in Scott. I don't know if I told you this. I might have, but I was in a Kirsten. I think it was a 45 minute Kirsten run. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a walk plus run. Like it was a run. I think, but I could be wrong on that. Um, and I go in there and I, I usually go on the same tread if I'm there early enough. Like I go on the left side. It's like the third one in, or the second one, second or third. So I go on the second one and they were like, oh no, like this is reserved. So I like moved over one. And then all of a sudden Callie is on the tread next to me. You did not tell me that. And I, I was like, I would remember that. Oh yeah. I was like, oh my God. And then she ended up moving like, like she like was in there for a minute and then ended up moving to the mirror spot, um, which was fine. But anyway. It was a day that her, Kirsten, and Camila were all taking each other's classes. So oh, wow. Kirsten was not doing her photos right after class. Like she was going to go from her run to Camila's ride and then take photos. Anyway, long story short, we have a group photo and I'm wearing turquoise leggings. I They were straight up like spotted, like tie-dye right. with sweat. And I'm in this group photo with Kirsten and Callie and like my pants are just soaking wet. Like, and at that point it's like, everybody's in the same boat and it's right. really awkward. So like, if that's the reason that you're not going to go, that's don't even yeah. think like that. It's everybody's just in the same boat. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I, I think I, I predict I, I will in the next year or so take a class. Cause I have to, after taking so many classes, I have a curiosity about it. Yeah. Uh, Marissa, after, didn't you take a class with ten, with Kendall too? I did. I took a class yes. in November. How was that? It was a, it was a 30 minute hit in hills. I made sure I had my milestone. So I got in the front row. I was like, I had my candle yes. shirt on. I was so excited. And did, did you get a shout out? It was, she, she did the shout outs beforehand before okay. the class started everyone, which like, okay, like cool. But I kind of wanted it, you know, yeah. during the class, but Alex and Hannah did it like in the class. Yeah. So um, you took Hannah as well, Hannah Corbin? Mm-hmm. And what was that? What class was that? That was a 30-minute 90s rock ride. Okay. Which nice. had great music. And um, it was a good class, not too hard. Great music. Yeah. She was really great, super sweet. She's a very good instructor. She's very – I mean, I really think all, all the instructors are great in their own way. That's not exaggeration. They really are. I think Hannah and Matt Wilpers and a couple of the others, they're very good on form. Uh, Jocelyn Thompson rule on the tread is the same way. I find that they really just enhance your workout experience because they correct things. So you really got to pay attention. Oh, adjust your shoulders, make sure your head is this way. And it makes a tremendous difference. I find that a lot, especially on the bike. It's kind of like when you pedal, it's very easy for your legs to go out to the side, but got to keep them straight. That's just one example of something that comes up, but um, very good. So you took three classes in the studio and do you have any others booked for now or no? No, I was on the wait list for a Cali strength class 
And I ended up canceling it because I wasn't going to go in just to be on a wait list. And mm -hmm. so, but you know, at this point I've, I've done three, you know, I want to give other people the opportunity to be in class because there's only so many spots, you know, right. so. That's awesome. Um, Alex, do you have any other classes booked right now? Oh my God. I'm like the total opposite. <laughs> I do want to give people a chance, but like, <laughs> I've been doing this consistently since the start. So like, um, there's no point in stopping now. Um, I've been in Emma's classes, Emma and Kirsten. I've pretty much consistently been in every weekend or if not every other weekend, not even on the weekend. I usually just go Friday morning because I work like 10 blocks away. So I just go to work, but, um, but I have a bunch coming up in February and then I'm booking for March now. Mm -hmm. But I have a few runs in March, so I don't know how many I'm going to be able to, how many cycling classes at least I'll be able to book. But yeah, I have a lot. That's awesome. So Wow, that's amazing. Um, I don't I even know how. I'm really lucky. Like I literally don't do anything different than anybody else. Like I go in the queue and <laughs> I'm just like sitting there and waiting for my turn. Tickets. <laughs> I don't know, actually. It's really hard. Show up at a Peloton class. Is this the errors tour? Yeah. <laughs> But um, well, I was in the Alley Love ride that was that turned into the Midnight's ride, and I canceled my I canceled it. Like I was in the class, mm -hmm. but it was like it was Alley at or it was Emma at seven, Alley at nine, and then they swapped. And I was like, I would really love to get up at three thirty in the morning and go to the city, but I don't want to. And then it turned into a midnight's ride and I obviously hated myself. I was yeah. like, no, of course. There'll be other rides, I'm sure, other Taylor rides. It's fine. But um, also uh, something else I wanted to ask you, Marissa, is part of your workout plan and routine, is there a particular diet that you follow? Like what's your approach to eating? Because for me, that's sort of, I'll just give you, I'll tell this quick 30 second thing, which happened to me today. Um, you know, so I work out pretty much every day. I don't, do something physical every day, but I do one of the other Peloton apps, like maybe a meditation or something like that. And, you know, my diet is much better than it was not even close, generally really good during the week, but loser on the weekend. And, you know, like I weighed myself and I, I was not where I wanted to be. And I have kind of plateaued at this level for a long time. And then I'll, I'll reference this. Some, actually, I think I know what I'm going to talk about in my stuff. We love segment. So I'll get to this a little bit, but you know, I was reading on the Mayo Clinic website. I actually looked it up. I'm like, what are the benefits of exercise regardless of weight? And there are so many benefits, not just from a mental health perspective, but also physical health. Like the studies have shown that regardless of what people weigh, if they work out consistently, it helps prevent cardiovascular disease, other illnesses and so forth. So that kind of made me feel better. But in terms of dieting, like what approach do you take to nutrition? Well, within the last year, um, you know, prepping for my wedding and I've continued this since then, um, I try to be vegan or at least vegetarian for breakfast and lunch. Mm -hmm. uh, I just want to be more plant focused. Um, I don't know if you've heard the term flexitarian or if I'm using that correctly, no, but, but I, like I consider it, I like it. To be sort of like my, my plan. And then you know, dinner time, you know, my husband's a meat eater. So, you know, we'll have meat at dinner, usually chicken or turkey. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I have been doing for at least the last year or so. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really good. A, a cookbook I recommend is 
Linda McCartney's cookbook. Linda was a very staunch vegetarian and Paul McCartney is actually a very big, he may be vegan actually, and he stuck to it. Anyhow, they recently reissued the Linda McCartney cookbook. I'm not vegan or vegetarian, neither is my wife, but there's some very good recipes in there. Like for example, this amazing potato salad with light mayo and parsley. It was just lit uh, not parsley, basil, excuse me, just delicious. And there's other good stuff in there. So there's, for somebody like me that makes, you know, no real experience with that. I found some good, good stuff in there. So that's, that's a good, the surprise stuff. We love recommendation, Mitch. <laughs> but uh, I love that. I'm going to have to get that down. Yeah, it's, it's good. You'll, you'll like it. Um, that's awesome. This is, this is fantastic. Cause we, as you know, from the show, we like talking to people about their fitness experiences and learning what their approach is. Everybody seems to have a, a slightly different approach. But the key is that you're doing something, and that's that's really been shown to be very beneficial. Um, what would you say, Marissa, to people who have expressed hesitation to get into Peloton? They say, oh, I don't want to work out at home. I don't think I'm going to like it. How would you convince them to invest in a Peloton? I would just say to keep an open mind. I think the benefits of Peloton are not only the convenience, but also the variety and the diversity of the instructors. I think it, I think you'd be hard pressed to find an instructor that you don't connect with on at least some level, whether it's the type of music that they play or their background or what they like to talk about, you know? So I think Peloton does a really good job of diversifying, you know, the instructors and the ways that they teach and what they talk about. Um, so I would say, keep an open mind and you'll find something that you'll stick with. I, I think that's great advice. Um, Alex, I don't, I'm not sure I ever asked you that question. What would you say to, in that, to someone in that uh, situation? Yeah, I would say the same, definitely to keep an open mind and just like be willing to try something new. Um, because when I first started, I was kind of like you, Marissa, like I didn't really take, like I took cycling classes at the gym, but they're not the same. Um, and I got the bike on a whim because I was like trying to train for marathons and things like that. And I needed like some sort of cross training. Um, but I having like never really cycled before. So just keeping an open mind, um, I would definitely say like, just be willing to try something new, get yeah. get into different discipline. Every little thing helps, right? Even if you, I know people that just have the app to meditate. Right. And I think that that's so important and it can just be used in so many different ways. Yeah. We really haven't talked that much about the meditation features here on the show, but if you're into that, there's so many different themes. Like there's like fitness goal, meditation, calming, rest day, sleep meditations. I've tried those and they knock me out in no time. So, uh, me too. The sleep program is amazing. It's weird. And you know, like there's some nights like last night, for example, where I was just couldn't go to sleep. And I find myself looking at TikTok at one in the morning thinking, what am I doing with my life? And then Me put on the sleep meditation and you're, it works. Um, it's interesting because I think there's this perception among a lot of the public that Peloton is just cycling. And I know that they recently embarked on a new advertising campaign where the ads feature, you saw that it's more than just bikes. It's, you it's, know, idea. it's a great campaign. And today for the first time in a long time, Peloton made a very positive financial report. They released their latest earnings and they still have a ways to go, but they really have turned themselves around from the struggles they were encountering uh, as yeah. people started going back to the gym and back out in society. So I was happy for Peloton to see that. Um, yeah, this is too. great. In a year too. In a year. In just that's a year. Right. That, that's pretty impressive. 
Um, anything else you would like to add, Marissa, about your Peloton experience before we talk a little music? Um, you know, just that I I really enjoy the live classes in studio. I think I Scott, I would highly encourage you uh, to just try to get in and do that because I think once you start doing it, like Alex, like you'll just want to keep going back, and it, it really is a great experience, and it really brings you full circle to the whole you know, Peloton experience and the community. And I would highly encourage that. Awesome. I will. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll, I'll... You definitely have to. You'll see my plaque on the back row in Emma's <laughs> That's right. Friday, 9 a.m., now 5 p.m. I'll, 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 I'll make demands. I want that bike. And for my second ride, I want to sit where Marissa sat. <laughs> no, no, no. It's hilarious. Um, That's like bike nine. Bike yeah. nine? Okay, okay. No, the um, community is so awesome. Like, I can't even tell you how many friends I've actually met, like physically met up with and I'm like very close with today because of Peloton. And yeah. you don't even think about it, right? And like, I go to the studio so consistently and I'm like grateful to have the opportunity, but like the staff every Friday is like, what's up fam? And it's like little things like that, that I don't know if they're trained to do that, if they just hire the right people, but they're all amazing. Like I have this, there's a one staff member in, Kirsten's class because I usually go from Emma cycling to Kirsten's class on Kirsten's walk on Fridays um and I don't know if you guys ever take I know that Scott you take Kirsten sometimes but mm -hmm. she always says she doesn't like dry toast in the studio like when the energy is low like she gets everybody amped up so now the staff member when she sees that I'm in class is like when are we gonna say no dry toast and we mm -hmm. literally count down three two one and scream no dry toast before Kirsten walks in to try to get the energy up. And it's just like moments like that where you're like, all right, this is what it's about. This is why we're here. And this is why we build this community. And I just think it's so amazing. I should not start having people do that before I go into a meeting, you know, no dry toast. No <laughs> well, dry I say toast. it to my boss all the time. Anytime there's like somebody thinks there's an issue, I'm like, it's not that deep. And he's like, you're right. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, you know who says that? And he's like, who? I'm like, Cody Rigsby. He's like, who the hell is that? <laughs> It's funny. That's funny. Um, I have one last question I wanted to ask both of you. And then we'll, like I said, we'll talk a little music. Now that you're so invested in Peloton and have such experience with cardio and strength, would you ever consider getting something like a tonal or the mirror, one of those other high-tech fitness products, or, or does that not even interest you because you don't want to take on another company and forget the monthly fee, just you're so invested with these instructors. Um, it doesn't interest me. I think tonal, I don't know much about it, but it seems like it's like a glorified mirror. I mean, I really don't think it's a necessary tool to help you work out. I think it's just catering to a certain audience and mm -hmm. I don't think it's a necessary thing. Right. I agree. I mean, I, if somebody offered me a tonal, I wouldn't say no, but, um, I actually just had this thought earlier today. Like, I just don't think it's necessary. I think it would just be one of those purchases that it's like, okay, well, it's cool and everybody has one. So like now I feel like I want one, but mm -hmm. there's literally so much on Peloton and you already pay for it. So right again, like it's just about branching out and finding those other classes that are going to take it to the next level for you or maybe right. lifting heavier weights. Yeah, that's uh, I was, there was a point where I was considering the tonal and I'm like, I don't, I don't want it because like I said, at 900 strength classes with Peloton to start doing another company just doesn't make sense. I might as well keep going for the milestones on Peloton, right? So that's kind of where yeah. I'm at. Um, well, this is great. I, I 
it's amazing how people that are Peloton users could talk endlessly about this. <laughs> you know, there's always, always stuff to talk about, but uh, Marissa, you're also a Taylor Swift fan as are Alex, Alex and I, as you know, and since you're here on the podcast, we got to ask you some, some basic Taylor questions. Okay. okay. Um, what is your favorite Taylor Swift album? Midnight's aside. Yes. I there. would say, I would say red. So wait, I want to, I want to, let me ask you about this. That's an interesting comment. Midnight's aside. What, really? Is Midnight your favorite Scott's album? Scott's getting deep right now. <laughs> is that your favorite album? Like, are no, you? No, I love Midnight's. Yes. It's just the recency of it. Oh, okay. I would, so. yes. Say red. No, that's definitely fair. It's definitely fair to take it out of the equation, in my opinion, but. So your favorite, favorite album is red, you said. Did red, I... red Taylor's version, but yes, also the great. original red. Yeah. Um, Great choice. So then I have to ask you, what's your favorite song on Red? Taylor's version. All too well. All too well. All too well, Taylor's version. Yeah, it's such a great song. It's really, uh, that song, it took on a life of its own when the Taylor's version came out, and the 10-minute version especially. But Swifties knew that this song was amazing for years. They're like, you know, this has been around for years, but the 10-minute version is very good. Um, Have you seen her in concert before? Yeah, I've seen her twice. I saw her um, on the Reputation tour, and I saw her on the 1989 tour. Okay, cool, cool. Nice. Um, if you could choose awesome. any song to hear on the Eras tour, what would it be? <sighs> well, she's going to hear them all. <laughs> That's true. You're going to hear every song in the catalog <laughs> really soon. I yeah. Um, oh, that's that's hard. Yeah. I guess any throwback track, right? Like other than well, um, other I mean, than obviously that. love story. I mean, I, yeah. I I need love story. Um, fun fact: that was also my wedding procession, like an orchestral version. Really, that's um, amazing. Oh, yeah, that's so fun. That was so good. Yeah, please do. That's awesome. Wow. I guess that's... I would say love story. I love mean, there's story. so many to choose from. I know it's it's true. Um, you so all too well is your favorite song on Red. What is your all-time favorite Taylor Swift song? Is it All Too Well or is there another one that comes to mind? I would I would say I would say All Too Well 10-minute version is mm-hmm. probably now my all-time favorite because the original All Too Well was at least in my top 3. Okay. And then when she released the 10-minute, I was like game over. Yeah. Um do you think we're going to get Speak Now Taylor's version in the next 2 months? Yes. Um, we better. We we better. It's been too I, long. <laughs> we need we need another one. Marissa, what were your thoughts on the bonus tracks on Red Taylor's version? I would say over overall pretty favorable. I do really like I bet you think about me with Chris Stapleton. Um, Mr. Perfectly Fine was that also? That may have been on, fearless, um, but uh, I know that was fearless. That's a good song. Yeah. It's a that great a good song. one. But yeah, no, I, I I like those bonus tracks as opposed to maybe like the older ones I'm not so crazy about. Yes, I agree with you. Agreed. 100%. Um, did you listen to the bonus, or I guess it's the 3 a.m. edition of Midnight's? Yes. Wh- where do you rank would have, could have, should have in the Taylor catalog? Like in the entire catalog? Let's go in the, does it, does it make your top 50? 
Yeah, I think it does. Okay. See, it's interesting because the night that that came out, my friend Joe said to me, you got to listen to would have, could have, should have. It's the, it's as good as any song on Midnight's, the the regular version of Midnight's. And I listened to it. I think it's a great song. Um, and it's interesting because that song, from what I read, has a tremendous number of streams on Spotify, more than other bonus tracks. And it's apparently about John Mayer. People think it's about John Mayer. So in my mind, I was right. comparing it. Okay, what do I like more? This song or Dear John from Speak Now, which is a great song. What other music do you like, Marissa? What other artists do you listen to? I wouldn't say a lot of current artists. Like if I'm just listening to Spotify or whatever, I tend to gravitate more towards like, you know, um, dashboard and like that kind of that yes. genre of uh, like emo. Oh, yeah. Love that. That's you're, you're at home here. You're totally at home. That's good. Okay. <laughs> oh, truly. Um, emo music is making a, a very big comeback. It's amazing how many people listen to that now. Um, have you ever heard of Emo Night? You know Emo Night? Yeah, you know I used to sell merch at Emo Night. Really? When you say so when I say Emo yep. Night, I'm thinking of two guys. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I I'm talking about like Emo Night Brooklyn. Okay. Is see, it the I'll same thing? I'll tell you what I what I was talking about. So I was watching a live stream of Coachella on YouTube back in 2022. And there was this group called Emo Night. And they literally, I'm not kidding you. This is, you could go online and look it up. They don't sing. They just basically hit play and these emo songs come on. So think like Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance as an example. And then they encourage the crowd to sing along and they jump up and they're, you know, waving their arms and all that. And then the song ends and they press play again and they go around the country doing this. So people get together. It's like a party in a club. Everybody's singing along to these emo songs and they call themselves Emo Night. They're very successful. Is that what you were thinking of, Alex? I don't. I don't know. It might <laughs> yeah. be the same thing. It could be. I mean, that's uh, that's what they do. But I was thinking to myself, I could do that. I could hit play at Coachella. Yeah, you know what that. I mean? And have people sing along. And you know, you say you know, you make up lines between lyrics and the song, like "Let me hear you." You know, that's it. It's, it's doable. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, it emo is great. And, you know, like when it comes to the current artists, I, I listen to a lot of current artists. Most of the music that I listen to is actually much older, even from the 60s and 70s. But Taylor, to me, ranks up there. I've said this before. I I've been made fun of for this. I, I put her on the Mount Rushmore of all time greats. I mean, you got the Beatles, you got Frank Sinatra, Elvis. Michael Jackson. Taylor is up there. She's already earned that spot, in my opinion. And I think the problem is, you know, some people hear songs like Shake It Off or the poppy songs. And they're I, I love those songs, but I also admit they're not the most sophisticated songs. And they're like, how could you say this is among the greatest of all time? This is, you know, like little kids listen to this on Kids Bop. I'm like, yes, I know what you're saying, but you got to go and listen to the other stuff. And it's no coincidence that a lot of the people whom I respect, authors that I read that are fans of a lot of those legendary all-time great groups they have such respect for Taylor because she really, I think, is has earned that respect with her songwriting. So I will defend Taylor's musical abilities forever. I'll tell you that. I That's agree. the anticipation. Agree. Yeah. Now it's time for the Stuff We Love segment. So tonight, this is where Marissa, Alex, and I are going to give you a recommendation of something we've been enjoying recently. Could be a movie, a band, a TV show, an app, whatever it is. So Marissa, we will start with you tonight. What is your Stuff We Love recommendation? 
Um, for TV, if you have not yet watched yet on Peacock, The Traitors. I've heard of it. Have tell you tell you us about it. That? Yeah, I've, I've not never seen watched it. it, but everybody tells me to watch it. So I believe it's an adaptation from a British show. And it's this season, the American season is a mixture of maybe 20 or so reality TV people and normal people. And they're brought out to this Scottish castle. And the host is Alan Cummings. Oh, yeah. And out of the group, he will secretly appoint three of them to be traitors. And there are challenges where they have to win money into the pot. And, you know, there's the three traders, the rest are the faithful and the traders murder people at night. And um, if the traders outlive the faithful, the traders split the pot. Um, but if the faithful end up eliminating all the traders, the faithful split the pot. It's a quick, it's a quick watch. Pretty interesting. Pretty funny. Mm -hmm. I would definitely recommend it. Great recommendation. I, uh, I, like I said, I'd heard of that show and then there's so much to watch. I forgot about it, but um, are all the episodes available right away or is it one per week? No, they're available. Thank oh, you. That's I, will, easy. I will watch that. That's good. Love to watch. I like Peacock streaming service. It's really good. There's a lot of stuff on there. It's one of the best yeah. in my opinion. Um, thank you, Marissa, for the recommendation. Uh, Alex, what's your stuff you love? Um, I also have... I don't, I think it's an Apple TV. Yes. It's on Apple TV plus it's called the servant. Have you guys heard of that? Uh, yes. It's, it's, yeah. it's like, it's very creepy. Right. It's Is like it, I'm not trying to land. Yeah. But it, yes. And I think it's with another writer like him and another writer, mm -hmm. but um, super freaky and weird. Like it's not a horror, but it's, it's like kind of sci-fi, but like, it's just wild. You should you should definitely watch it. It's I'm not selling weird, it very like well, but it's, it's like really good. Podcast, it's know? really good. I think I watched the first two seasons in like an entire day. I mean, the episodes are like 20 minutes, but it's very good. Is Rupert Grint in that from Harry Potter, Ron Weasley? Yes. And he's the, really, he's ooh. great in it. Yeah, there was, I didn't read the article, but I saw a headline online where it was about him in the article. And it said that he went from playing Ron in the Harry Potter movies to doing this amazing job in a very creepy role, like you were saying. And uh, yep. yeah, I got to watch that too. I'm so backlogged on stuff. It's unbelievable. I am too. Uh, but great recommendation, Alex. Thank you. So my stuff we love, if you don't mind, I'm going to give three really quick. I don't mean to hog it, but I'll, I'll go quickly. First is I watched the movie Megan last night. That's getting a lot of attention about the doll. I rented it. Uh, it's now available to rent. Um, great movie. If you like horror movies, it's a horror movie, but it's PG-13, so it's not crazy horror. And it's pretty funny. So I like that. Um, I'm rewatching Elvis, the movie, a little I've bit never each day. It. I oh, you got to watch it. It's on HBO Max. Yeah, I yeah. didn't see. It's yeah, so good. Watched. Austin. Did you see it, Marissa? No. You should watch it. It's it's so good. Austin Butler was amazing. And um, when I was making bets on the NFL games last weekend on the app, you can make a bet for who's going to win best picture at the Oscar. I put $2 on Elvis. <laughs> so the long shot. But if I win... We're all going to take a Peloton class. Um, <laughs> I love it. But the other recommendation, and this actually is my main one. So I I recently subscribed to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daily email. You, I'm going to email you both a link to it. I highly recommend it. And each day in the morning, it's, a, it's an email that contains nutrition advice, exercise advice, and mental health advice. 
And I have learned so much on there just in terms of the approach to take to working out. And they constantly talk about recent studies. Uh, what is um, what is the effect of coffee? Is it as bad as it could? You know, there's a lot of rumors it's bad. What is this? What do the st- uh, studies actually show? And um, what diet works? What diets don't work? And regardless of diet, these are the things you should cut back on. So it's so good. And as someone who's into fitness, and I know you both are too, highly recommended. So Arnold Schwarzenegger's daily email. Love it. He will be a guest on Stuff We Love Pod one day. <laughs> um. <laughs> So Marissa, I can't, this was so much fun. I'm so happy you're on the podcast tonight. What, what a great time. Thank you for being here. Thank you again, Scott. Thank you, Alex. Um, I love talking with you about my two favorite things, Peloton and Taylor Swift. So thank you so much for having me. Here's what we're going to do. Okay. This just occurred to me. This is like a vision I had. Okay. When you just said that, Marissa, we got to do a mega show. Uh, at some point this year, I don't know if it'll be before the Eras tour or after, I'll have on all the people I know that are Peloton fans and Taylor Swift fans. It'll be us three and maybe one or other person, one or two other people. <laughs> and, and we'll just, we'll talk about, we'll talk about it all. So um, you're welcome back on anytime, Rich. It's always great to talk to you. And Alex, as always, thank, thank you. you for being here as well. Thanks for having me. And thanks, Marissa. This was so fun. I'm so excited yeah. to see you on the leaderboard. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. And I'll now tell our listeners where they can find the Stuff We Love podcast online. Our website is stuffwelovepodcast.podbean.com. Our email is stuffwelovepodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Stuff We Love Pod, Instagram and TikTok at Stuff We Love Podcast. We have a Facebook page and a YouTube channel. And uh, if you haven't done so, please subscribe. We're available on all of your podcast platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Amazon, and so forth. And, uh, Wonderful. This is a lot of fun. With that, we'll go around the table. I am Scott. I'm Alex. I'm Marissa. And this has been the Stuff We Love podcast.